Happy Mother's Day sa lahat ng mga nanay. Uh, are, you, are, you a, are you a mother here today? Lahat ng mga mothers, can you please stand up right now? Let's just pray for the moms right now. We just honor you. Wow. Mga champions. Palakpakan natin ang mga nanay. Mga champions. All right, mothers, let me just pray for you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we just bless the mothers. Thank you for their sacrifice, hardworking, and Lord, they have pain and, and a lot of uh, self sufferings. But Lord, we just thank you that that's kusa. They just love their children, and I just bless them with an anointing to be able to raise champion children in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, mga nanay. And uh, that uh, talagang ano eh, ang nanay, once a nanay, forever a nanay. No? Nagiging pa nanay ng bayan, ang mga iba. And uh, today I want to share with you about raising champions. Would you like, every, every mother wants their child na maging isang champion. Ang mga nanay talagang ganyan ang pagtingin nila sa kanila mga anak. That their child will be something. Their child na magiging somebody. Diba po? Diba? And ako naman uh, bilang uh, anak, I'm really a mama's boy. Inaamin ko po. Isa, ako isang uh, talagang mama's boy. Kahit maidad na ako, pag ako yung uh, malungkot, talagang ang sigaw ng puso ko is, Mommy! Mommy! Ganun na, hindi naman minsan lumalabas sa bibig ko, but sometimes ganun ang sigaw ng puso ko. I want my mommy. Kasi deep inside, under all of the, uh, you know, pagka macho and everything, you know, I'm still a mama's boy. Diba? A tender, uh, you know, b- boys especially, ay uh, talagang, you know, kinakompensate lang sa labas sa, sa, pa, sa pamamagitan ng pagiging strong and macho. But underneath this armor, the warrior is a child. Diba? May, may kanta na yan. So, sh- share with you today na about uh, raising champions. And actually, tatlong ang revelations dito. And I hope na isa sa tatlo nito will, will, will hit your heart, will penetrate to your soul. The, the first one is talagang for moms, that we want to talk about being a champion mom. The second revelation is, ipinapakita ng Diyos sa atin kung sino siya. Because God is a father, oo, oh, oh, but God is also like a mother and ginagamit ng Diyos ng mga nanay just to show you kung sino siya. So kung ano yung nakikita mo sa nanay mo na good, God is showing you who He is using your mom. Kasi hindi mo nakikita ng Diyos eh. You, you cannot touch Him. He cannot, he cannot physically speak into your eardrums. But through your mother, God is teaching you who He is like. Okay? And the third revelation is, lahat tayo, kahit lalaki, pwedeng maging mother in the Lord. Pwedeng maging spiritual parent. And makakaroon tayo ng offspring. Sa intimacy ng isang lalaki, ang isang babae na bubuntis, di ba? <laughs> sa, int- sa intimacy mo with God, and with the Holy Spirit impregnating you, we will all also have fruit mananatili ka sa akin, sabi ni Jesus, and you will bear much fruit. Ibig sabihin, mababuntis ka, and you're gonna give birth to another follower of Jesus. You will actually have the influence, you will actually become, in a sense, spiritually pregnant because you spent time with God, people will see that sa'yo, and you will actually have spiritual children. 
and aalagaan mo yung mga ito. And so you are also going to raise up champions. Even if you're single, wala ka pang asawa, you can have children in the Lord. You can save souls and make disciples. And so you can also raise champions in life. At yun po ang ating vision ng church. That we're an excellent church of influence para saan? Raising or producing champions in life. Kaya yung worship team is called the SFCC Champions Band, you know. And uh, by the way, ang atipong uh, worship band, the, the champions, will be the, the featured worship team for a radical youth night on the ship Logos Hope. And that will happen on Saturday night, May 25. Tama po ba? May 25, Saturday night, doon po sa ship. So lahat ay welcome, especially ang mga youth. Kasi ito ay called Second Reality. Yung event is called The Second Reality. And uh, may mga speakers, may mga iba pang activities para sa kabataan. And it's not just for church people. This is for the whole city. So kahit hindi ito just for church people, it's for anyone. It just so happens na in-invite nila tayo, our, our band, na magpalabas doon, magperform doon. So I hope you can go. I think the registration fee is only mura lang, 20 or, 20 or maybe 50 pesos lang. Okay? So sinong gustong ano, sumakay sa barko? Na hindi aalis yung barko. Isasakay lang, nakadak lang. Hindi ka aalis ng... And, uh, so safe, safe. But there's a big uh, uh, ballroom doon. May magkasya yata ng 400 people sa, sa isang ballroom. So malaking ship ito. And there's a coffee shop, there's a bookshop, and many of our own uh, core leaders of this church will actually volunteer as workers on that ship for 10 days. Okay, so napaka... And marami pang activities. Meron pang couples. I will be one of the speakers sa couples event. That's called Your Needs, My Needs. Okay, so couples, kahit hindi pa kasal, pwedeng, ano, basta couples. And uh, so marami pang activities. Abangan, no? Abangan. We have the schedules already sa mga uh, that. And kasama doon yung kids camp. We have a kids camp. So, uh, uh, raising champions. Sabi mo, raising champions. Bambi, yung asawa ko, ay isang champion mom. And that's why I fully believe yung si, si Zion, yung anak ko, is lalaking siyang champion. Probably not because his dad is a good dad, although I try to be, but because his, his mother, si, si Bambi, tinuturo niya siya how to, how to hear God, how to pray, how to read Bible stories. And uh, so he, she's a great mom. My mom was a great mom. My mom was a very, very good mom. She's still a great mom. Talagang lahat-lahat ng ginagawa niya, buong buhay niya, umiikot sa mga anak niya. At ngayon sa mga apo niya. Ganyan, wala siyang selfish ambition. Yung buhay niya is all about us. Pagkausap ko siya sa internet, sa, sa phone, nag-Skype kami, imbis na, kumusta ma'am, how are you doing? How are you feeling? What's happening in your life? The conversation, kadalasan, is about me. About my work, about my family. Ganyan ang mga nanay. Very, very otherly minded. Yung buhay nila ay sumiikot sa kanilang mga anak. Tama po ba, mga nanay? Palakpakan ng mga nanay. God bless you, mga nanay. Hindi madali ang trabaho ng isang nanay. Mayroong website, salary.com, na pwede kang pumunta doon, i-log in na yung number of hours ng trabaho mo 
may mga pang engineer, pang teacher, pang iba-ibang professions. And they have this thing that you can actually compute kung maka, now this is American economy, pero you can actually compute kung estimation makano ang dapat sahod <laughs> ng isang nanay. Kasi nagtatrabaho din ng sinanay eh. So, uh, kung working mom or kung full-time mom, may, mayroon doon yung parang, parang for fun lang, you can see kung makano ang halaga ng kanyang, uh, how much is your mom worth, you know? Makano ang dapat, kung na, nag, uh, nag, nakakaroon siya ng sweldo, makano? Sa, sa inyong pag-iisip, mga, mga mothers, makano ang dapat uh, <laughs> compensation you? Kung, uh, a- a- alam ko, you're not doing it for the money, you're doing it because yun ang heart mo, but how much is a mother worth? Mga anak, how, how, how much do you think your mom should be paid? Kung siya ay, uh, you know, receiving a salary sa kanyang trabaho na ginagawa niya bilang nanay. Do you think eight hours lang per day ang kanyang workload? Higit na, ano? Do you think madali lang ginagawa niya? No. Big responsibility. So, uh, I'm just curious, how much do you think is your mother mother worth? You know? uh, uh, higit sa ability to pay, di ba? Ang mga nanay, sabi nila, 50% of her time goes to her work, 50% of her time goes to her husband, and another 50% of her time doon sa kanyang mga anak. Kaya overstretched ang mga nanay. 100, pwede ba yun? 50, 50, 50? That's more than 100% na. So na-stretched talaga in all directions ang mga nanay. Di ba? So kaya siguro yung, yung mga nanay minsan overworked, underpaid and underappreciated. Kaya salamat sa Diyos, meron tayong Mother's Day. At least once, ma-recognize ma- and ma-honor yung mga nanay. Ang mga nanay ay caregiver. Di ba? So siya ang nag-produce ng kids. So he's also the caregiver. Nagpapadede, she makes sure the child has food. A mother, as, as the children grow, a mother is already a teacher, a cook, a waiter, <laughs> a maid, fashion consultant, Ano po ba? Police. <laughs> Pag naoti yung mga anak, no? Police. Advisor. Counselor. Lahat, lahat. A mom is everything, di ba? And so, the worst disappointment na mararanasan ng isang nanay, the worst na masakit sa kanya is binati mo siya ng Happy Mother's Day, pero yung mga anak niya, hindi ayos ang buhay nila. Masakit na masakit sa nanay yung mga anak na nawawala ng landas o nagri-rebelde, o lumayas. Masakit sa nanay, mga ganyan. Pero itong pinaka-glory, pinaka-joy ng isang nanay is binati mo siya ng Happy Mother's Day at ang mga anak niya nasa walking with God. Growing, thriving, you know, exciting. Uh, yung buhay nila maayos. Family din nila maayos. So if I said to you, Happy Mother's Day, Ilan sa inyo ay tuwang-tuwa. Very proud. Pero may mga iba, masakit ang words ng Happy Mother's Day. I want to share with you about raising champions. Sa Bible, mayroong isang nanay na I believe was a good example of a mother who raised up a champion. Yung anak niya ay naging isang great leader. Great leader of, of millions. A world changer. This mother raised a son who brought the covenant of God to the people, who 
saved millions of lives. Ang pangalan ng mother na ito ay Jochebed. Jochebed, whose name means Jehovah is her glory. Glory niya, hindi yung buhok niya, hindi yung jewelries niya. Ang glory niya, ang, ang ismismong Jehovah. Jehovah is her glory, Jochebed. And you know, ang naging anak ni Jochebed, actually tatlong anak niya, si Miriam, panganay, si Aaron, and yung isa, si Moses. Do you know the story of Moses? During this time, ang mga Hebrew people ay mga offspring nila Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph. Si Joseph, yung, yung, yung dreamer, diba? nakakapag-interpret siya ng dreams. Siya in, uh, through a hard life, but God promoted him naging vice pharaoh, second in command of the whole superpower bansang Egypt. Pero after yung panahon ni Joseph, nung namatay siya, and more pharaohs came, yung iba pang pharaohs na malapit kay Joseph, Titiwala kay Joseph, wala na silang uh, respect sa mga Hebrew people, sa mga offspring. Ito yung mga, mga anak ng Diyos. Ito yung mga chosen people of God. And so yung mga pharaohs, hindi sila nagbibigay ng favor sa mga Hebrews. In fact, natakot sila sa mga Hebrews kasi ang bilis dumami. Para silang mga rabbits. <laughs> Pang nanganak sila, isang babae, she could easily have a family of, you know, so many kids. Ilang mga anak, sinong pinakamaraming uh, kids dito? Five? Six? Ilang mga anak mo, ate? Six kids. Good job. Oh, tapos, wala pang 30 years old. May six kids na. Sino sa inyo may more than six kids? Ilan sa Ortega fan? Oh, may, ilan ang kids mo? Six din. Wow, half a dozen. Good job. And then, you're very fruitful, no? Mga Ortegas, ilang? Fifteen kids? Ortega? Oo, 15. 15 sila. Sabi ni Pepe Ortega, sabi niya, I, my father was eating papaya kasi pag papaya, mawawala ng desire, di ba? From ganon. So sabi niya, bakit kumakain? Tinanong niya sa papa niya, bakit kumakain ka ng papaya tapos 15 kami? Ang sagot ng papa niya, ilang kaya kayo kung hindi ako kumakain ng papaya? <laughs> ganon ang kwento. Ito yung mga Hebrew people. They were, you know, back to back, taon-taon, pwede silang mga anak. They were really fruitful people. So ang ginawa ng, ng hari ng mga Egypt, kasi natatakot sila na baka pag dumami sila, they can make a, make a, a riot. Pwede silang mag, uh, mag-rally, pwede silang mag, uh, baka kudita. Or they'll make a arrangement sa mga kalaban ng Egypt na parang it's too, hindi na makukontrol pag marami sila. So, ang ginawa nila is, they tried to stop them from having so many kids. Ang ginawa nila is forced labor. So, naging alipin sila. Forced labor the whole day, working, working, working. Gumagawa sila ng mga bricks na malalaki. Which, until today, makikita mo sa bansang Egypt, ang mga pyramids. Mga anak ng Diyos ang gumawa noon, yung mga pyramids that time, because of the forced labor. Hirap ang trabaho nila. But instead of slowing down the population, yung forced labor ng mga Egyptians sa anak ng Diyos, sa mga anak ng Diyos, is dumami lalo. Kasi lumakas. Ang mga babae talagang malakas. At kayang-kaya nilang uh, mag- mag-reproduce ng children uh, very fast. So ang ginawa ng Pharaoh, yung king of Egypt, mayroon kasi dalawang full-time uh, 
tawag doon yung tumutulong sa midwife. Sa midwife, doon wala silang hospital noon. So they have midwives na tumutulong sa pregnant, pregnancy and birth, no? sa, sa, sa delivery of children. So sabi ng Pharaoh sa dalawang midwives nito, from now on, pag kayo ang tumutulong sa mga birth, so delivery ng birth, if you see that that baby is a, a girl, okay, you, you allow that birth to happen. But if you see na ang, ang baby that's coming out is a boy, you, you kill it. Don't let it survive the delivery. Make a way para mamatay siya. Kasi ayaw nila na dadami ang mga lalaki. Mga, kasi magiging fighters din yung mga lalaki, di ba? Kakapaglaban. And the, the midwives said yes, but actually they did not. They allowed the boys to, to live. Natatakot sila sa Diyos. So they don't actually follow that. So the third thing na ginawa ng mga Egyptians is the Pharaoh finally made a law, executive order, buong bansang Egypt, na any Hebrew boy would be drowned. Lununud, or uh, they would throw it into the Nile River. May mga crocodiles doon, and the children would drown. They would take away your baby boy from you, and they would drown and kill the child doon sa ilog na Nile River. About that time, mayroong isang babae na si Jochebed. Jochebed and her husband, probably for their honeymoon, they had to make bricks. <laughs> They are slaves. These are slaves with forced labor. So they have this, she's pregnant and she has, she gives birth to a baby, uh-oh, boy. A baby boy. So, ang ginawa niya, ayaw niya na, she saw the baby was beautiful. Itong anak ko may potential. Itong anak ko pwedeng maging somebody someday. Ayaw ko siyang patayin. So she did not allow them to take the baby. Ginawa niya, tinago niya yung baby niya. For three months, tinago niya. But syempre, habang tumatagal, mga babies, palakas ang palakas ang iyak. And that's risky because if they found out, they will kill her and her whole family. So napaka-risky yung ginawa niya. After three months, hindi niya na matatago yung baby niya, gumawa siya ng paraan, gumawa siya ng basket, and then minodified yung basket, ginawan siyang waterproof yung basket, linagay yung baby doon sa basket sa river, and then she let the baby float away. Pero sabi niya sa, sa anak niya na babae, sundin mo, at bantayan mo yung, yung basket kung saan makakarating. Just so happens, yung basket nag-float doon sa place na kung saan naliligo ang princess, yung anak ng Pharaoh. Doon siya naliligo, nakita niya yung, yung uh, well, let's read this part here in Exodus chapter uh, one, chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months, but when she could no longer hide him, she put the baby in a basket and laid it along the bank of the Nile River. The baby's sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him while Pharaoh's daughter came to the Nile to take a bath, she saw the basket, looked at the baby, and saw it was a boy. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. She said, this is one of the Hebrew children. Then the baby's sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, should I go 
and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? She answered, yes. So the girl brought the baby's mother. (laughs) Pharaoh's daughter said to the woman, take this child, nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So she took the child and nursed him. When the child was old enough, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. Manood tayo ng cartoons para makatch talaga yung, yung, yung story na ito. Many years after God's people moved to Egypt, there came a new king who had never known Joseph. The Egyptians called their kings Pharaoh. The Pharaoh was mean and made the Israelites his slaves. The Egyptians were mean too. They made the Israelites work harder and harder. One day, Pharaoh had a thought. There are too many Israelites and they are too strong. So he thought up an awful thing to do. He told his servants, Every time an Israelite baby boy is born, you must throw him into the river. That was terrible. One day, an Israelite woman had a beautiful baby boy. She decided to hide her baby. It was a good choice. After a while, the baby's mother couldn't hide him anymore. So she got a basket and fixed it so the water could not get inside. Then she put the baby into the basket and put the basket into the river. The baby's big sister, Miriam, stayed close by to see what would happen. God was watching over the baby. The Egyptian princess came to the river to take a bath and saw the basket. Bring me that basket. Just as her servants brought her the basket, the baby cried out. Oh, look, it's a little Hebrew baby. The princess decided to keep him as her son. She named him Moses. Miriam was still watching. Even though she was frightened, she stepped out of her hiding place and asked, Would you like me to find a Hebrew nurse to take care of the baby? Yes. Yes, please do. Thank you. Miriam ran home and got her mother, Moses' own mother. The princess even paid her to take care of him. This is how God saved baby Moses and gave him back to his mother for a long time. Galing ang nanay ni Moses, ano? Slave ito. And ang mangyayari sa kanya is kukunin nila yung bata sa kanya, papatayin yung bata, and then back to work na siya. Pero gumawa siya ng paraan, nakapag-isip siya ng plan how to save her baby boy. And out of that, yung baby boy ay naging ampon ng princess. So, lumaki siya sa royalty family, pumunta siya sa best schools, entire the nation, 
He got to have all the doctors, all the food, everything. Very uh, successful in buhay ni Moses. And guess what? She got to bring the child home. So hindi na siya slave. Ngayon, yaya na. Tapos, nakakaroon pa siya ng sweldo. She was paid. Galing. Diba? Talagang umikot na yung situation. She got to keep her baby. She got paid pa. Imagine that. And it's not just Moses' mother na ganyan, uh, nakakapag-isip na ganyan. Every mother ay may ability na mag-isip ganyan. To be that resourceful, that creative. Every mother makes ways to save her children. And God makes ways to save you. Even you're not easy to save, but God made a way to save you. God made a way to keep your life and to make something great for you. Among a mother's, kahit walang pangbayad ng lueko, nakakaroon pa rin ng electricity sa bahay. Talagang magaling. Walang pangbayad ng tubig, pero may tubig pa rin. Walang pera pangbayad ng, oh, pangbili ng, ng bigas, pero somehow, someway, mayroon pa rin makakain. Ang mga nanay, gumagawa sila ng paraan. Nakakapag-isip ng outside the box. Basta sa kaligtasan ng kanilang mga anak, they can do great things. Maybe, hindi nagkwento ng nanay sa inyo kung anong nangyari nung bata ka pa. Hindi mo matandaan kasi baby ka pa noon eh. Pero I'm sure, just like Jochebed, may story siya about how she put Moses in the basket. How naligtas, na-save yung life niya. I believe, ang mga nanay po natin ay may stories din of what they did and how they were able to save you. Hindi mo siguro alam lahat kasi hindi siya nagkukwento sa'yo but I believe, ang mga nanay mo ay mayroon din sila mga stories kung anong nagawa nila just to love you, just to save you, just to keep you healthy. So, palakpakan natin ang mga nanays. The first thing I want to share with you today is that mothers are influential. May influence. Di ba ang influence is something na dahil sa, sa kanila is nagbabago o na, na shape yung ating core values. Ang mga nanay napaka-influential. Even in this country, ang mga nanay ay napaka-strong. Mga Pilipina mothers actually do more for the nation of the Philippines than the politicians. Kung itutulto mo ang lahat ng mga kabutihan na ginagawa ng mga politicians, kanila mga public, mga public servants, mayors even, and city councilors, and all of the politicians around the Philippines, itutulto mo lahat ng kabutihan ng ginagawa nila sa bansa, mothers actually do more for the nation. Diba? Do you agree with that? Ang mga nanay nagtatrabaho na not just because they're being paid, but because of love. They sacrifice and laid their life down for their families. Ang mga high position na military officers, halimbawa, colonel, pag nakatayo doon, talagang yes sir, yes sir siya sa mga general, sa mga mas mataas sa kanya. And this is a highly decorated officer. Sumusunod siya sa commands ng kanyang superior. Pero pag na yung nanay niya, <laughs> mas nakikinig sa nanay kaysa sa kanyang superior general. ba? Ang nanay napaka-influential. Every great leader has a mother. Every rock star, every politician, 
every scientist, every astronaut, kahit sino mga successful people in, in, in the professional world and in our, in our time, lahat sila may nanay. Lahat sila galing sa influence. Nagpa-under sila ng influence ng kanilang mga nanay. Sabi nila, ang lakas ng nanay, lakas ng bayan. If your mother is doing her job, grabe ang influence. It will last for a lifetime. May, mga, may pagkasabi ng nanay ko na hanggang ngayon, paniniwala ko. Kahit illogical, <laughs> kahit hindi ako naniniwala in my own educated mind, pero in my heart, sinabi ng nanay ko, so it must be true. Ganyan katindi ng influence ng isang nanay. Naniniwala ba kayo? Sino sa inyo nasabi mo na nadamay ako sa influ- I-, I was influenced by my mother. Yeah. Even more than teachers, even more probably, even more than father. It can be. There are times when what the mother says carries more weight. Mas mabigat, mas ma- mas nakakapag-stick sa ating uh, kalooban yung influence ng nanay. Um, moms are, in fact, world changers. Maybe they don't have the glory, they don't have the, the headlines on, on the television and the news. Pero kung sino mga nag-change ng world, it's because probably they had a, a mom backing them, supporting them, encouraging them. Now, see Moses, di ba, uh, when he was saved by the princess, binalik niya yung baby sa kanyang nanay na si Jochebed. And sabi niya, you nurse the baby. Ikaw ang mapapadedi, ikaw ang mag-aalaga. So, inuwi niya si Moses. And legal na. So, during the first season ng buhay ni Moses, hindi Egyptian ang nag-influence sa kanya, yung Hebrew mother niya na si Jochebed. So, she taught him kung sino talaga siya. She taught him, you're not an Egyptian. Even though you were adopted at sasama ka sa kanila, Doon ka mag-aaral, and doon ka mag-church, lahat ang nagagawin mo doon, eventually you will be with that society. Doon ka talaga sa bansang Egypt. You will get an Egyptian name. You will have Egyptian friends. You will live in Egyptian houses. You will have Egyptian teachers. You'll eat Egyptian food. Everything Egypt, it will come to you. But don't ever forget, kung sino ka talaga, ikaw isang anak ng Diyos. Natunay, the God of our people is the real God. Maraming just Diyos andun sa Egypt. And they will teach you to worship them and to sing songs to them and to give offerings to them. But never forget, there is one true God who loves you, who saves you. And that's Jehovah God. So did you know that even though for that first season, the mother influenced Moses? So that later in his life, hindi niya nakalimutan kung sino talaga siya. And we know that because over here in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23 hanggang 26, basahin natin ito. Hebrews 11, it says, By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful. Nakita nila, this is no ordinary child. Ang nanay ganyan, nakakita ng potential na sa mga anak niya. Ang mga nanay, she doesn't think that her child is ordinary. Alam niya yung, yung anak niya is destined for greatness. Diba? Ganun, ganun ka believe ang mga nanay sa kanila. They saw that he was beautiful. And they were not afraid 
of the king's edict. Edict is yung executive order na patayin ang lahat ng mga anak, ang lahat ng mga baby boys. They were not afraid. And by faith, Moses, listen to this, when he was grown up, ano ginawa niya? He refused to be called the son of the Pharaoh's daughter. Mas sikat na maging anak ng Pharaoh's daughter, the princess. Parang na, nakiki-identify siya sa royalty family kaysa makiki-identify siya sa family as a slave. Napaka-baba, class D, E, F, yun. <laughs> Pero sabi niya, Moses refused to be called the son of the Pharaoh's daughter. He refused the high position, the prestige, the popularity. And it says that choosing rather, it didn't choice ni Moses, to be mistreated together with the people of God than enjoying the fleeting or temporary pleasures of sin. Because sinful yung culture of Egypt. Eh. And it says that he considered the reproach or mga insults of Christ greater wealth. Another word for wealth is halaga. Mas mahalaga yung kanyang pagiging isang kristyano, isang follower of the Messiah than the treasures of Egypt. Kasi siyempre, mayayaman siya eh. Because he was looking forward. He was looking for the reward. Yung tunay na riches is not on this earth. Hello. Ang tunay na reward is not in your job or in your, uh, you know, in, in your lifestyle on this earth. The real reward is in heaven. Tunay na investments yan. And Moses had this faith. Meron siyang core values. Meron siyang malalim na paniniwala na nag-stick sa heart niya, nag-stick sa mind niya. That even after bumalik, so, so ilang years niya sa, sa, sa nanay niya na si Jochebed, e pumunta siya sa family of the Egyptian princess. Doon siya lumaki, doon siya nag-aral. And all of the culture, all of his friends, mga kapatid niya, mga next in line na maging Pharaoh. Can you imagine yung mga Diyos-Diyosan nila? All of that was a part of his culture. Pero deep inside, alam niya kung sino ang tunay na Diyos. Kilala niya ang sarili niya bilang anak ng Diyos. Because of why? Because of the influence of his mother. Mga nanay napaka-influential. So mga nanay, you influence your kids. You teach them. You put core values into their heart. And tell them kung sino talaga ang tunay na Diyos. Tell them kung sino talaga sila. You are not the culture. You are different than the culture. You are not isa sa mga masa. You are different. You are special. Ikaw ay isang anak ng Diyos. Ikaw ay tunay na you, your worth is not just what we have in our finances. Ang halaga mo is you worth the blood of Jesus Christ. You are worth His life and He gave that for you. You are not ordinary. You are holy. You have to teach your children because you will not pass on your faith na wala lang, accident lang. It will not just happen na automatic. Kung nais mong ipass na yung panampalataya sa next generation, kailangan pasajain mo. You have to be intentional about it. Sabi sa Bible, you have to, the mothers, the, the older women, you have to go and teach the younger women. 
You cannot just live your life, ay, retired na ako, or ay, mga anak ko, nag-aaral na baha ng mga teachers doon sa La Union High. Ay, mga anak ko, uh, nag-church, baha na yung mga leaders doon na mag-instill mag, uh, ng values sa kanila. Hindi po pwede yan. You got to be hands-on. You got to talk to your children. Teach them. Influence them. Influence is the verb. I mean, the verb influence. Merong, ver- merong noun na influence. But I'm telling you, mga nanay, you've got to verb influence your children. And that takes your proactive decision. That takes na sasajain. Just like the mother and grandmother ni Timothy sa Bible. If you look at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, itong sulat ni Paul kay Timothy, Sabi niya, I am reminded of your sincere faith. Oh, bakit may faith siya? Which first existed in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. And I am convinced that this faith also exists in you. Sabi niya, I'm convinced na damay ka sa influence ng iyong nanay. I'm sure, sigurado, yung core values na nasa grandmother mo, nasa yon na ngayon. Because sila, matindi ang panampatataya nila. And I know, nagmana ka doon. But yung mana, hindi, yung magmana ka, that's not accident. It has to be intentional. It will not just happen na wala kang ginagawa. Are you, are you hearing me today? the influence of a mother. And I want to share with you today some things, number two dito, is some things that uh, about mothers because moms show us who God is like. Okay? Pakisulat na. Moms show us who God is like. Ang Dios natin ay ama nasa langit, di ba? God the Father. Pero higit doon, ang Dios mo ay hindi lang father, he's also mother. Because God wants you na makilala siya. He wants to introduce himself to you. Kung anong ugali niya, kung anong values niya, kung sino talaga ang Diyos. Because God will not just show up in the flesh, in the person. Ang boses niya, hindi aabot sa iyong eardrums physically. Ang kanyang pagyakap, it's not a physical touch. Do you understand? God is here. But He has to teach every child who He is like. What He is like. And ginagamit niya ang mga tatay for that. So you see that God is strong like tatay. God is a provider. Katulad ni tatay. At marami pang iba. Pero hindi siya naghihinto doon. God went to another level. God went to another angle. How to show Himself to you. Kasi yung iba na, eh, broken family, wala silang tatay. Or hindi makadyos ang tatay nila. So God is making ways. Other, other ideas, other strategies. So that He can show you who He is like. And one of the greatest ways that He shows you who He is like is by using your mother. Nanay mo. Pag makita mo yung mga magandang characteristics ng nanay mo, yan si God. Ganyan, tas, gan, ganyan si God. And so God is really using the family, fathers and mothers, to show us kung sino siya. 
Sa totoo lang, even our families. It's not about just our families. It's about God. It's always all about God. Our families are with us for how many years? Pero ang family, ang world na ito is temporary. We're preparing for the real world. The second life, di ba? So, um, please know that God is showing you who He is like. So, first thing there under that is moms are caring. Pakisulat caring. Caring. Nagmamalasakit ang mga nanay. They will care for their children. God is caring for you. Minsan, lumapit sa King Solomon, the very wise king. Lumapit sa kanya ng dalawang nanay at meron silang uh, away. Kasi isa, kanyang-kanyang anak, pero isa namatay sa gabi. Someone suffocated the child. Hindi sadya, but the child died. The baby died. So nung gising sila, sa umaga, sabi ng isang nanay, Oy, anak mo namatay. <laughs> sabi ng isang nanay, hindi anak ko yan, anak mo yan. Yung anak ko, yan yung maganda na buhay pa. Yung anak mo namatay. Yun yung pangit doon. Yun, yun yun namatay. And so they were both claiming that the baby that was alive, siguro kamukha, they were both claiming that the baby that died was the other mother. Belongs to the other mother. And that itong buhay, yan yung anak ko. So they both wanted the child. So, no one could prove. Walang proof kung kaninong child talaga yun. So, lumapit sila kay King Solomon. They have to go before the court para makapag-decision. Both of the mothers, ipinipili niya, anak ko yan, anak ko yan. Yung anak niya namatay. Both of them. So, sinong tama? Sinong totoo? Sabi ni Solomon, sige, ganito nang gagawin natin. Hatiin natin yung bata. Dali mo ako ng, give me a sword and then puputulin ko yung yung katawan ng bata at yung kalahati iyo at yung kalahati dito sa kanya para tapos lang problema. E yung tunay na nananay, ang sabi niya, hindi sa akin pala yung, na, yung bata, sa kanya pala yung anak. Yan yung sinabi ng tunay na mother. And then sabi ni Solomon, ayun, yun talaga ang mother. Kasi the other mother said, sige, sige, hatiin mo. So, nalaman ka agad ni Solomon kung sino talaga ang tunay na mother because siya ang may care sa buhay ng bata. And ganon si God sa iyo. God cares about you. God has compassion for you. Pag kabataan ako, siyempre, lakwacha sa labas, coming home late at night. You know, it's already dark, sarado ng bahay. Pagpasok ka sa bahay, si papa ko, tulog. Nanay, hindi pa natutulog hanggang sa nakarating ako sa bahay. And then, ang usapan, ang rule sa bahay, pagdating ko, kailangan kong puntahan siya at magsabi na dito na ako. Saka na lang siya pwedeng. Actually, hindi ko sinasabi na wait for me. Sinasabi ko sa kanya, sleep, mama, you go to sleep. Pero hindi niya kaya. Hindi niya kaya gawin yun. Mothers care so much, they will not sleep until they know that you're okay. Tama po ba? Tatay, eh, tulog na eh. Wala. You know, he can still, uh, but the mothers cannot relax until they know that their children are safe. Kung ikaw ay mother, you know, because I can see even your head is like, oh, 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 oh. you know that. Pero if you're not yet a, a, a mother, a biological mother, you're a, you can be a spiritual mother. 
and have the same heart na you cannot just go on with the... You, parang he, nag, start na yung church service and then you're texting and you're waiting because hindi pa dumating na yung disciple mo. Yung, yung offspring na in-invite mo sila na, na sumali sa fellowship and you just care. You care. You want them to be there. You want them to grow. You want their, their spiritual life na umangat. And because of that care, para kang mother. Galing sa Diyos yan. Kasi ganyan din siya sa'yo. Ganyan din ang heart ng Diyos sa'yo. Moms are caring. Pangalawa doon, moms are creative. Napaka-creative ang mga nanay. Hindi lang BDO ang nagfa-find ways. <laughs> Pati mga nanay, we find ways. Mga nanay, they will find ways to protect, to nurture. They will find ways na mag-produce ng pagkain kahit walang pera. They will find ways to let the kids eat. Si Zion, yung anak ko, minsan ayaw kumain. Pero si Bambi, gumagawa siya ng paraan, creative. She'll make a game. You know, she'll put the food doon sa spoon and then kunyari na airplane ito. And she will make games and she will make fun. And she, gagawa siya ng paraan para sa pabusugin ng, ng anak ko. And she will, they, mothers are creative to make ways to uh, help their children to grow. Sa Proverbs 31, makikita natin dito yung example of a great and wise and godly woman. Lahat ng mga babae dito, I encourage you, ngayon, read the chapter of 31 Proverbs. Kasi dito talaga ang godly and ideal woman. She does, this woman in Proverbs 31 is, is, uh, Dahil sa kanya, naging successful yung asawa niya. Naging leader sa, bay- sa bayan ang asawa niya because of her backing and support. She is feminine but tough. She's strong. Yung trabaho niya, wise, masipag. She thinks ahead. She thinks about the future ng mga anak niya. Nag-i-invest, small business, left and right, making food, making clothes. She is very, very uh, strategic. And sinabi ko kahapon sa mga kapataan na hindi pa, wala pa sa, uh, you know, hindi pa kasal, hindi pa married. And I said to the, the girls, sabi ko, you should focus your life to try to be like this one. Sa Proverbs 31. Yan ang magiging, uh, f- uh, that's, you try to be like that. Don't copy yung mga rock stars, yung mga pop stars, yung mga actors and actresses. You copy a Proverbs 31 woman. And if you become like a Proverbs 31 woman, never mind Cosmopolitan or ano pa ba ibang uh, magazines doon? Huh? Vogue. Never mind those kind. That's a, that's a fantasy Hollywood. That's false. Next month, hindi na ikaw doon. Iba. You don't see that, that woman really successful for long. Maiklit lang yung window of time when a woman is really that you know, sexy and that attractive. Maiklit lang yun. That will pass away so fast, di ba? <laughs> but, but go for the Proverbs 31 woman. And if you become like that, you will attract the quality man. If you try to use your body or your hair or your jewelry or face or makeup to attract a man, you will attract a boy. Hello? You will attract a boy. 
but you will not attract the man of God. Okay? So I know may mga single women dito. So I'm talking to the single women right now. And if also for the, for, the, for, the, for the single men. If men, if you read, or even if, you, if you're married already, if you read Proverbs 31, and if that woman, that kind of woman, does not attract you, yun ang senyas na, you're still a boy. Yan ang patunayan na you're just a boy. If you read Proverbs 31 and hindi attractive sa'yo, mas gusto mo yung, yung uh, you know, sexy dancer or whatever, you're still a boy. A real man looks for a woman like that. So, girls, just be a Proverbs 31 woman and you will attract a man rather than a boy. Because if you get a boy, magiging sakit sa ulo mo yan. Some people, even after they're married for how many years, they're still a boy. Oops, it got quiet in here. Boys to men. Diba? Parang group yan eh? Boys to men. <laughs> okay, so sidetrack lang yan. But mothers are creative. Mothers are like the Proverbs 31, wise woman of God. Amen po ba? The third thing is women or a, a mother is courageous. Hindi lang lalaki ay pwedeng maging matapang. A mother, a real mother is, is courageous. Pagdating sa mga anak niya, parang isang leon na taking care of her cubs, her babies. She can fight. She's courageous. Hindi natatakot. Just like Jochebed, who was not afraid of the king of Egypt. Kahit mayroon siyang executive order na uh, patayan na lahat ng mga anak, lahat ng mga baby boys, she was not afraid. She could risk her life. Courageous ang women na pagdating sa kanila mga anak. She was so courageous that she's not afraid of anything. Okay? And the next one is forgiving. Ang mga nanay, mapatawad. Hanggang, hanggang sa all the way. Mothers just do not look at the failures of their children. They can forgive and forgive again and forgive again. Minsan may mga uh, news or documentary, mga features about a mass murderer, a very terrible guy, criminal, rapist, serial killer, napaka samang tao, and even walang konsensya, inaamin niya na I did it. And wala siyang sorry. Pero pag in-interview yung mother niya, anong feedback, anong response ng mother niya, hindi, nagawa, hindi yung anak ang nagawa nun. Hindi niya kayang gawin yun. Ang anak ko, mabait. <laughs> ang anak ko, ganyan. She would forgive, she would, she, yung pagtingin niya sa anak niya, mass murderer, inaamin pa, confession, judged guilty, all the evidence sa jajan, pinipilit niya, hindi, ang, hindi nagawa yun, hindi kayang gawin yun ang anak ko. Bakit? Kasi yung mind niya is parang program na pagtingin niya sa anak niya, is good. Uh, it's just because the mother is forgiving. The mother will just, you know, love, the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. I want to tell you, that's how God loves you. 
He forgives you and forgives you again and forgives you again. And kahit and yajan si Satan accusing you and charging you, the accuser of the brethren na si Satan, di ba? Day and night, sinisabi niya yung mga pagkakamali mo and he's pointing out, he's making you feel guilty. But your mother in heaven is saying, No, innocent ang anak ko. Mapatawad ang mga nanay. Grabe ang pagmamahal ng Diyos sa atin. Caring and loving and forgiving. As far as the east is from the west, that's how far He has separated your sins from you. And then the mother always believes. Always believes sa mga anak niya. Kapag mga anak lang, eh, lumabas na yung baby sa womb ng mother, agad-agad may believe siya sa anak niya. This child will be somebody. This child is special. May potential ang anak ko. Kaya niya maging top five, top one. Kaya yung graduate. Kami hindi nakapag-graduate. Anak ko, graduate yan. Anak ko, magaling. Alam mo, pag, you know, like sa edad na ni Zion, may hawak ng basketball, kung saan-saan niya hinahagis yung basketball. Pero mga nanay, they say, he's gonna be a basketball player, professional someday. Mga ganyan, talino, the, 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 you know, nakasagot ng anything simple. Isipin ng nanay, talino talaga ang anak ko, ang gwapo ng anak ko. You know, they, they believe so much sa kanila mga anak. Even compare sa iba, pag sumali sa, you know, Little Miss San Fernando or whatever na contest doon, isipin ng nanay, anak ko, pinakamaganda sa lahat. Di ba? Ang anak ko na lalaki, pinakamahusay na basketball player. Kahit hindi siya top scorer, yung mga ibang mas matangkad sa kanya ay may uh, award, may most points or whatever. Pero yung anak ko, tingnan mo yung rebound niya. Galing! Galing niya nakapag-rebound. Mga simpleng bagay lang, but they would look at their child and believe so much sa kanila, mga anak. Listen to me. Ganyan ang feeling ni God about you. He doesn't look at your sins and shortcomings. He looks at you and believes in you. Yes, I know that you should believe in God. Yes, nagtitiwala tayo sa Diyos. But did you know that He believes in you? He's expecting great things from you. As soon as you're born again, He has a plan for you to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future. Kahit ganyan, kapalpak ang buhay mo, but God still never stops believing in you to be somebody great. And He's expecting that you will have a great destiny ahead. He does never, never, never gives up on you. Ganyan ang mga nanay, di ba? Kahit hindi pa nakatapos, they still don't give up sa mga anak nila. Next thing is, God or a mother is always there for you. Always there for you. When you're weak, kahit naglayas, tapos bumalik, <laughs> mother is still there for you. Bihira na dumating ka sa bahay, late, sarado ng bahay, pagpasok ka doon, wala si nanay. Bihira yan. Dumating, dumating ka ng after curfew, nahanap mong nanay. Asan si nanay? Nagdi-disco pa. Wala nang ganyan, hindi ganyan, hindi usong ganyan. Di ba? 
Anji jan si nanay lagi eh, sa bahay eh. Diba? <laughs> nanay June, hindi totoo yan, ha? I'm sure. <laughs> just, just checking, eh. Wow, baka may natamaan dito kanya. <laughs> Pero, nanay, si, si nanay, anji jan lagi. Hindi uso sa kanya magbakasyon ng, ng mag-isa. Hindi siya lalabas maglakwatsya mag, uh, na hindi kasama ang mga anak o kumain sa restaurant na mag-isa lang. No! Mother's always there. Always present. And you know, your God is always present. In fact, ang pangalan ng Diyos is Jehovah Shammah. The Hebrew word means God is present. He's always there. He's present. Pag may roll call, God, present. is <laughs> always there. Hindi siya nag-absent sa buhay mo. Kahit kailan. God is always there for you. When you're weak, malapit ka magsusuko, you're gonna, you're gonna surrender. His voice and her, your mother's voice will be there to pick you up. She will show you her strength. Kasi na, napaka-consistent ang kanyang presence. Huh? Always there for you. Ganyan ang Diyos mo. And the other thing is that her kisses, ito, nana, yung, yung pag-kiss niya brings healing. Have you had the time na nasugatan ka or nadapa ka na, nauntog ka and you're crying? Madalas nangyari ito sa akin kasi napaka kulit, malikot, mga lalaki. And then, we hurt ourselves. Sabi niya, don't touch that. Eh, hinawakan mo yung stove na suno, napasok ka. Or something that you, you got hurt. And then, iyakan na. What does mom do? Si tatay, sabi niya, uy, kaya mo yan. <laughs> si mom, anong ginagawa niya? She will say, let me kiss it. It will make it feel better. Diba? When mom kisses your wounds, may magic. Parang gamot na kakaiba. It can make the hurt feel better. Ako naman, minsan ayaw kong parang may, may sugat or what. Iyaka na. Then my mom will say, let me see it, let me see it. Lalo na ako makukover. Kasi takot ako, baka masakit. Pero walang balak ng nanay na i-rub in pa, i-dagdag ng sakit doon sa wounds mo. God, it's not like that. Mothers are not like that. They just want you to show them where does it hurt. Ipakita mo sa akin yung mismong place kung saan masakit. And then anong ginagawa niya? She will kiss it. She will treat it. Listen to me. The, the Lord is like this also sa mga sugat niyo. Kung may sugat ka sa puso, sa emotions, mentally, your memories, karanasan mo, masakit, kahit saan masakit, you know, God is just saying, show me where you are hurting and I'll kiss it. You know, the kiss of God is like this. Diba? Kiss is mouth to wound. Diba? Ganyan. Kung saan masakit, the mouth touches the hurt. 
And what is the kiss of God? Every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's the rema or the spoken word of God. Iba yung logos, iba yung, yung written word of God, the Bible verse. We need that also. But when God's spoken word, maybe habang nakikinig ka sa sermon, you heard something. And it healed your wounds. You heard a word from God na parang swak na swak sa situation mo. And you felt better when that word became faith in your heart. It's the word of God na lumalabas off of the lips of God, the mouth of God, and it touches your hurt. And when God's word touches your hurt, it's the kiss of God that heals. It brings healing. Sabi sa Exodus, I sent forth, sabi ng Panginoon, I sent forth my word and it healed their diseases. See? Man shall not live by bread alone, but the, the, the gamot of the word of God, every word that comes from his mouth. And when God speaks a word to you, and it touches your pain, it's the kiss of God for you. Kaya mga kapatid, expose yourself to God's word. Don't do like what I did before. My mother is saying, let me see, let me see. Ganyan minsan tayo mga kristyano eh. God is just telling you, pakita mo sa akin, aminin mo kung anong nagawa mo, kung saan masakit. You hurt yourself, nadapa ka sa kasalanan, nahulog ka sa temptation. You made the wrong choice. Okay, I'm not here to hurt you more. Show me. Magtapat ka, show, you know, just be transparent. Just be honest, just confess your sin. I'm not here to hurt it. I'm here to kiss it. So you know where you fall? Greed, sexual sin, uh, uh, selfishness, anger, financial lying, whatever, wherever you hurt, wherever you sinned, God wants to kiss it, not spank it. You understand? God will heal your wounds. But you got to expose yourself to Him. And be transparent and confess and open yourself open yourself to him. Ang, ang nice ng Panginoon is just show me where it hurts so I can kiss it. Where did you fail? Let me kiss that part. Where did you get hurt? Where were you abused? Saan ka na nabuso? And God will kiss. Just like a mother. Her kiss brings healing. Ano pa ba? A mother is the number one fan. Also correct. The C is the num- mother is a cor- is, will correct. The mother corrects when you are wrong. Minsan dito yung mga words na hindi mo like. <laughs> but just like medicine, di ba? Minsan umiinom tayo ng gamot na hindi masarap. Pero kailangan. Ganyan. A mother corrects. Not punish, but correct. And a mother is your number one fan. Talagang number one fan si nanay. Never mind quantity of fans. Hindi mo kailangan ng marami, 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 maraming likes. Ang kailangan mo is yung quality like. And like kanya. Super duper like kanya. He's, she is your number one fan. Tama po ba mga nanay? You love to cheer your kids. Will you ever cheer your neighbor's kids the way that you cheered your own kids? Hindi. Kasi you are the number one fan club ng mga anak mo. Now, I said that because I want you to know, hindi 
galit ang Diyos sa'yo. He's actually your number one fan. Yes, we praise God. We worship God. We give all the honor to Him. But did you know that He's rejoicing over you with singing and shouts of celebration? God is your fan. He, he's cheering you on. He's telling you, go, go, go. I believe in you. Let's win. Raising champions. Yan ang ginagawa ng Diyos He's He's forming you into a champion. He's your fan and He never stops cheering for you. He never roots for the other team. He's always on your side. And among nanay, they don't think of you as a, as a, uh, a duty. They think of you as a privilege. So pakisulat yan, privilege. The mother thinks of you a privilege sa kanya. Hindi duty. Hindi to responsibility laang. laang. God is, and, and, and God is like a mother. She does not, He does not love you and favor you and bless you dahil responsibility niya bilang Diyos. O dahil yan ang job description niya bilang tagapagligtas. Ang puso ng Diyos sa'yo is, it's a privilege. It's my honor to love you, to favor you. Hindi siya when you do something wrong, hindi masama ang loob ng Diyos sa'yo. He considers loving you a privilege. A mother will sacrifice, di ba? Sacrifice yung sarili niya. Kahit hindi pa siya kumain, sacrifice niya para makakain ng mga anak niya. The mother will stay up late to work and clean and do everything. Bakit? Kasi, kusa yan. Hindi dahil pinipilit siya ng boss niya. Ginagawa niyang work ng kusa because she thinks it's a privilege. Sasabihin niya, it's a privilege to love my children. It's a privilege to see them na umangat. And ganyan din ang Diyos sa'yo. Naniniwala ba kayo doon? God is, is, He doesn't look at you as pabigat na walang kwenta, walang pakinabang sa kaharian niya. He looks at you as a privilege. It's a privilege to save you. It's a privilege to keep saving you again and again and again. It's a privilege to forgive you. Hindi ka pabigat sa Panginoon. He loves you like a mother. Do you agree with that? The more you believe that, the more you will enjoy all His benefits. And the last thing is, God, or just like a mother, a mother knows. Diba? Alam ng mga nanay kung ano nasa isip ng mga anak nila. Mothers have this parang ESP telepathy. Ewan ko. Ang nanay ko, alam niya yung nasa isip ko kahit hindi ko pa nagsasabi. Alam niya pag malungkot ako. Alam niya pag worried ako. Alam niya. Mga nanay may intuition. Tawad ng mother's intuition. Mother knows best. Alam niya. She even knows what you're thinking. And God knows what you're thinking too. Alam niya what you're thinking and He still loves you. He still loves you. Even though masama ang nasa isip mo, <laughs> even though marumi ang nasa isip mo, God knows that. You don't have to hide from Him. Because even though He sees what's inside of you, He still choose to love you like a mother. Kaya kung sinasabi ito about a mother is so that you will honor your mother. I want you to leave here today and you have a different heart about your mother. If you're a mother, I want you to leave here today and you have a different heart about your children. They're not your puppy God. They are your privilege. 
And you have a God-assigned task to raise them into champions. If you're not yet a mother, but you have the ability to bring someone to Christ, you have, dahil sa connection mo sa Panginoon, and listen, dahil sa intimacy mo sa Dios. As you spend time with Him, read His Word, love Him, and worship Him, I guarantee you, kung sino mang nananatili kay Kristo, you spend time abiding in Him, siya'y makakaroon ng bunga. If you abide in me, sabi ni Jesus, you will bear much fruit. Ibig sabihin, makakaroon ka ng offspring. People will come to Christ because you influence. Yung example mo, yung passion mo sa Diyos. You talk about God. You worship God. Hindi mo kinakahiya ang gospel of Jesus Christ. When that happens in your life, people will also follow Jesus. Dahil sa influence mo. Hindi ibig sabihin perfect ka. But they will see that you love God. They will love God also. Then, alagaan mo yung mga ito. Kasi they are your responsibility now. They are your uh, privilege to raise them up to be champions in life. And the last verse that I want to share with you is found in Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15. Ito yung si God mismo ang nagsasalita. Ang sinasabi niya, katula na isang mother, sabi niya, can a woman forget her own baby and not love the child she bore? And even if a mother should forget, her child. Because nangyayari din minsan. Mga na, the, the mothers sometimes leave. Mothers sometimes don't do their job. Niya, even if a mother should forget her child, I will never forget you. I will never forget you, Jerusalem. I can never forget you. I have written your name on the palms of my hands. Ilang kamay ni Jesus? Ilang pako ang pumasok sa mga kamay ni Jesus? And after Jesus took your sin on the cross, and the Bible says that your sin and my sin was nailed. Our sin, yung record natin, yung mahabang listahan, ebidensya na that we are sinners, that we deserve to go to hell. Listahan na yan, sabi sa Colossians chapter 2, is nailed to Christ's cross. And so, when Jesus rose from the dead, sinabi niya kay, kay Thomas, kasi yung doubting Thomas ang tawag sa kanya, sabi niya, hindi ako maniniwala, ang sa makita ko yung, yung mga kamay niya na may, may butas sa pako. Kasi nakita niya yung may mga pako dun sa, sa crucifixion. And so, Jesus appeared and sabi niya kay Thomas, you want to see my love for you? You want to see my power to save you? Here, look at my hands. Here, touch the hole in my side. Look at my feet. Ipinakita niya kay Thomas, this is how much I love you. This is this hole in my hand. It's your name is on that hole. I took the nail for your sins. Mga kapatid, listen. The Lord is saying to you today, that even if you had a, an imperfect mother, even if your mother is not, is not loving, not kind, not a good example, 
Sabi niya, if she leaves you, but even if that happens, hindi uso yan, but if it happens, I will still be here. The Lord will still be there for you. And sabi niya, I have written your name in the palms of my hands. Nung na-resurrect si Jesus, he resurrected with a new glorified body and that body still has the holes in it. Even today, in 2013, pag tumingin ang Diyos, ang Panginoon Jesus, sa kanyang kamay, He can see you in the holes of His hands. He can see that your sin was paid for. God will never forget you. Kung sino mang nakipag-isa kay Kristo, you become God's favorite. And your name was written on His hand. And He'll never forget you. Every day, He looks at His hand. I don't know if you think about Jesus every day, but every day, Jesus thinks about you. Honestly, I love my mother, but I don't always remember to think about her every day. I didn't think about her. But I swear to you, every day, my mother thinks about me. And you know what? Ganyan ang mga nanay. And the reason, mothers, listen, bakit ganyan ang mga nanay? Because they were created in God's image. Kaya ganyan ang mga nanay because ganyan ang Diyos. Ang Diyos ang nakapag-isip ng concept to have mothers and to program mothers to be like that. At ganyan sila because that's how God is. At God is really not making you to, to follow and worship your mother. God is showing you kung sino siya. And He's using a mother to teach you about Him. And he'll never forget you. Every day he looks and sees the reminder of the cross. Ikaw bay, do you remember that your sins are written on that record that was nailed to the cross? Let's come to the Father and let's come to him and recognize also yung kanyang motherliness. Let's look at how he is. and let's come to him. Father, you, you, you showed us who you are bilang father. And ngayon, ipinapakita mo sa amin yung, yung characteristics mo bilang mother. And however, mother or father, good or bad, we will learn who you are. It's all about you, Jesus. And I thank you sa mga nanay po namin. I thank you that my mother taught me so much, influenced my life, that she was creative and forgiving and caring, that she was there for me all the time. Salamat that she's my fan, that her kiss brings healing, that she knows me inside and out and still loves me. Panginoon, salamat sa karanasan that I had with my mom. And I pray na ito ang maging karanasan namin lahat with you. And so we, we, we just accept you. We accept you and we love you in return because you first loved us. And thank you for being not only a heavenly father, but also a heavenly mother. Minsan, doon kami nakaka-relate. Doon ang nangangailangan ng puso po namin ng a mother's acceptance, a mother's touch. And Panginoon, I pray right now sa lahat ng mga kapatiran dito ngayon na anyone in this room who did not have a good mom, maybe your mom died early, maybe your mom left, maybe your mom um, was 
was was an addict or your mom was not available for you maybe nag abroad siya for whatever reason lord may mga ilan dito na hindi happy ang mothers day sa kanila or may mga iba pang mothers dito hindi happy ang mothers day because yung mga anak nila sumaway o umalis o hindi naging respectful hindi naging honoring and i just pray for the healing touch I pray for healing sa mga nanay right now that they will forgive and be like Jesus always forgiving always believing never giving up never losing hope I pray sa mga anak and even whatever age you are anak ka pa rin, and maybe your mother's not not still living maybe yung nanay mo is it's not what you heard in this message today but God is still always there for you so, Father, I pray for healing in the hearts. I pray that ang, ang kiss mo will heal the pain and that we will allow you to deal and gamutin ang aming mga sugat in our hearts and our lives. And thank you, Father, for you are a true, consistent, caring, courageous, creative, forgiving, loving mother. And we receive you. If you need to receive that mother, if you desire to have that touch from a mother, it's in Jesus. It starts with a relationship with Jesus. Kaya ka pwedeng maging favorite ni God because Jesus is His favorite. Pagtanggapin mo si Jesus, makikiride on ka sa love ng Diyos kay Jesus. And that will come to you. Unais mong tanggapin si Jesus today. Open your heart. Ilagay mo ang kamay mo sa puso mo at say, Jesus, pinapasok kita sa puso ko tinatanggap kita bilang tanging tagapagligtas. Hindi ko kayang iligtas ng aking sarili. Pero tinatanggap kita bilang tagapagligtas at Panginoon ng buhay ko. I need you to wash my sin away, to change my heart, at gawin mo ako na isang tunay na blood relative mo, tunay na anak mo, Ampunin mo ako by your new birth. Make me your child. I believe that you are a motherly, loving Savior na gumawa ng paraan sa akin, para sa aking kaligtasan. And I receive that today by faith. I trust in your grace, undeserved favor. And I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Palakpakan natin ang Panginoon na Mother in Heaven. And before you leave here today, give a hug to one of the mothers here and say, I'm proud of you. And if you, um, if you see a mother, just say, raise some champions. Actually, kahit sino dito, you can tell someone, raise a champion. Be a mother. A champion mother raises champions. Okay.